we must dis learn to dis to to dis discern between the attacks of the enemy and the, the things men men does. Yes. Learn to discern that now. Most of the what we call the attacks of the enemy is not the enemy. It's the consequences of actions and decisions we've made in the past. Okay. I'm not going to talk about warfare. In fact, I do not believe in warfare, guys. Do not believe in fighting the enemy. He's been defeated. Anybody here knows if, if somebody is defeated, they are defeated. Right? So why do we fight? But can I say something here? May I ask a question? The enemy is never going to lie down and say, okay, that's it, because he's a deceiver ever. So he comes when a person's vulnerable, and we do react with our flesh to things until we get to that point where we realize. If you're I, allowing, yeah. If you're allowing, yeah. now. But he never comes when you're strong. He comes when you're weak. I believe the difference again. He mm. comes when you're strong. Mm. When you're weak, he knows he can. He can just blow a go. Uh, Play with you a, a falaki game. Manipulate you. Yeah. Mm. And blow the thing down. He mm. knows that. But when mm. you're strong, mm. the main thing the enemy will use when he's strong is the word of God against you. Yeah. The main thing, the main thing he will and he will use the word of God to no. categorically against you. Yes. He will say to you, that God said. Yes. That's his aim. That God said. He wants to diminish the image of God in you mm. and the only way you can do that is attack you by the word of God. Mm. Okay. Mm. You must also learn to, to to discern between the attack of the enemy and the trials and tribulations that God either brings to you or he allows to you. Mm -mm. You must learn that. Yeah. Some of the things we go through basically, you can solve it on your own. Mm. Simple. You can solve it on your own. You don't need to come come to God with every problem you have. No, that's that's true. our that's our main problem. We suffer from a lack of knowledge. Therefore, you see me. I still ask you what's your request, but that's gonna come. That that season is gonna gonna come to an end. Where request will not be asked for to pray for your needs anymore. Whatever you go through, you will be educated to do it yourself. Okay, guys, look at Jesus and his ministry. It's a total different way of how he does things. Mm. Jesus did not go about driving out devils. I'm going to qualify that now. Jesus did not go about healing the sick, raising the dead, opening blind eyes, opening deaf ears. He didn't go about that. But he did it. But the image of God okay. came into a situation and those things manifested. Mm. Those were the consequences of the image. Mm. <coughs> I'm trying to show you to show you who you really are. Mm. But the image of God, righteousness, perfection, you know, stands upright in, in any presence. Mm. And if the presence submits to the image of God, mm. it's your ultimate aim in life. Mm -hmm. Amen. So if your that comes in the bank and things go wrong and the image of God comes in there, things automatically fall in place without. You're addressing it, and then you say, I don't know how it happened, but it happened. I mean, mm. Come on, let's talk yeah, about yeah, that now. Yeah, that's true. My main aim, main aim is to show you who you are. Mm. 
I've got this thing in my mind. My people do not know who they are. In other words, we have an identity problem. We think because of our race, our ethnic group, that's what we think about, our background. That that guides us in life, not the word. Okay? Sorry that I start start so heavy like this. No, it's it's right. No, because if we do not realize who we are, yeah, that's true. You're going to have a crisis upon mm. crisis upon crisis. Your life will be crisis orientated. Mm. If you come to me and tell me, I got a problem, I will listen. Mm. I will. I think you know that. I will listen to you. Mm. And I will never say amen to what you said. You've been now good. Ne? Mm. I will never come alongside you and say, Ach, sis, me. Mm. But you, I will allow you to talk and then I will bring the word in mm. slowly. Amen. Yeah. I will show you scriptures mm. because I know the word can heal you. The word can solve problems. The word can deliver yeah. and bring things to an end in your life. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do nothing. And that I learned from a certain man called Seki Governor. Mm. He said to me, Daryl, don't try to father people. Mm. Let the word father the people. Yeah. Yeah. He said, okay. Guys, I know nothing about spiritual fathering or fathering mm. as such. I know mm. nothing. Mm. I was sorry. I was raised without a father in the house. Mm. I was raised. And I do not know anything about how to be a father. Yeah. For me, that's a strange thing. Okay. No, no, it's true. Oh. My pastor, Pastor Isaac Abrams, yeah. he was a father figure to me. Mm-hmm. Right? But yeah. fathering... How to father God's children? I know nothing about that. Yeah. And I'm learning daily. Yeah. I'm learning daily. I want to talk about migration. They want to go on, on that tent mm. now. I want to talk about migration, the dangers of inaccurate locations. Mm. Say this, the dangers, the dangers of inaccurate, inaccurate locations. Now that word location can either be spiritual it can be natural, mm. but mainly in relationships. Mm. Mainly in relationships. And I'm going to try my best to convince you. No. If you are in an accurate relationship, you are in an accurate location, <coughs> things are not going to go good with you. Okay? People will talk about, you invite curses. I do not believe curses can come to you. I believe the consequences of bad actions can hit you badly. Jesus became a curse. Mm-hmm. Hello, church. Mm-hmm. He, didn't, he didn't take the curse on him. He became the curse. Mm-hmm. It's a big difference between taking the curses of the world and becoming a curse. Big difference. Yeah. Okay. If you ask me next time, explain that to me. I will, but not today. I got a word from my wife. Don't be long. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what do we sorry for? <laughs> now, I want to show you about yeah. in an accurate location. I want to use Adam as my main thesis today. You will hear me talk about differently. I'm not just going through this thing and rushing through this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use this as Adam as a key point in this thesis. You know, in Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. It says, God set man, right, in the Garden of Eden. Mm. Some translation says, God set man eastward in the Garden of Eden. The word set there means established him. Mm. 
I want you to listen carefully today. It means God set him up. God appointed him there. But if you go into word studies in the Hebrew, the word set there means rest. Can you learn that differently? Mm -hmm. Set means rest. Mm -hmm. That word set only, mean, only needs an R in there. And you can turn it around. Set, S-E-T, put the R in. R-E-S-T. Do you get it? Yeah. I'm trying to show you something that how words can be played with. Yeah. So God set him there, but God put him in the position of rest. The word rest there, as a couple of meanings, means labor. Labor. Work is not something evil. Work is productivity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In the spirit, right? Yeah. Yeah. The word set also means, means rest, means accomplish what I give you. Yeah. In other words, I'm setting you in a location, Eden. Rest there. In other words, operate like I would operate, as God would operate in that setting there. I mean, Come on, change your mindset now. Yeah. Eden, Eden can be, and I believe, was a literal area. Yeah. But Eden is also prophetic. Eden is also a figure of speech. It's also symbol language. Symbolic language. The whole of the Old Testament mainly is types and shadows. Type means it speaks of something to come. A shadow means it is a sign from... <laughs> The eternal, the person of Christ, into reality and cast the shadow here. Yeah. The shadow is not real, but it's coming. Yeah. The shadow is a, a shadow is an indication of something that's shining on you. Yeah. Am I right? Mm -hmm. You stand in the sun, look at the back of you, there's a shadow there. Yeah. So the shadow is not real, right? You are the reality. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm trying to show you is that, is that types and shadows symbolistic speech is a reality in the eternal shining forth into the earth and showing you what is coming so god says to adam here is eden is a symbol dimension of what you're supposed to do in the earth eden is a picture of how man is supposed to govern the whole earth not just a little section are you okay with that I want you to understand, I'm not trying to teach you something new, it's in scripture. Adam had authority. Adam, <coughs> Adam, God said, let them have dominion, right? How? Image and likeness. Over birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and over, over cattle and every creeping thing upon the earth. So that covers the whole earth. You can break it down, right? We just mentioned birds of the air. It's birds of the air. In other words, the atmosphere yeah. is where man is supposed to govern. Yeah. Fish of the sea. Doesn't only mean fish, it means the whole sea. Yes. Okay. Cattle. Where does cattle dwell? Upon the earth. Yes. Oh, God just covered the whole earth. Yeah. And every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. And that creeping thing there is not demons. No. Please. Demons are not mentioned there in Genesis 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. So man is given the instruction dwell here. Let's take that word location. That's a location. I would like to say to you, location, that's your context. Is it, is it okay? Yes. Location equals context. 
right? So Adam was fine as long as he dwelt in the context God designed for him. Now, what was the context really? Was it really the garden? If I tell you the garden is prophetic as a symbol, what was the context really? The context was the relationship he had with God. Period. That's the context. So God said, as long as you as you have a relationship with me, as long as we walk and talk together, yeah. you are safe in your context that I put you in. Yes. So as long as Adam was in the <coughs> location God said for him, he was okay. Right? Yeah. You and I know Adam fell. We know that for a fact. Adam fell and the location, the context changed. How did the context change? God said to Adam, you can eat of every tree in the garden, every tree, except of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Let me just qualify that. It is, it is not to say that men did not know good and evil, but God designed men to walk with him, not with good and evil. Okay. Hello, church. Mm. So they even were eating of the tree of life as well. Because yeah. after they sinned, they said, it's put them out before they eat from the tree of life. Because yeah. they live forever. That's it. Mm. You must understand scripture. Don't just read scripture. Go into some study. Mm. So they had to eat of life. You see, God, I like what Jacques mentioned now. God prevented men after they sinned, after they eat of the tree of life. They could never eat of the... They, if, sorry, let me go again. God said to them, do not eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. Alright? And God knew if they eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil and they had access to the tree of life, they cannot be saved anymore. Come yes. on, church. Yeah. And they would be lost they would be forever. They would be in their sin. Mm. So Living you, in the sin. So you actually loved them that much to put them out. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So it was actually God a love, not, them. not to watch them, not to punish them. Yeah. Because he loved them that much. Yeah. Although it hurt him right. that much. Right. Mm. Something about the love of God is fascinating. Mm. Mm. I like the old hymnal songs. Mm. Love so amazing, so divine, yeah. demands my heart, my life, my own. Do you know the young guy song? It goes amulets. I grew up, I, I, I grew up in, a, in, a, in a evangelical context, Methodist church, and these are the songs they love. Yeah, no, we also sang those songs at the prison. Yeah. Me and you and Marion, yeah. these like this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not talking down on like this, I'm just saying that. Yeah. That's why you must teach so, the next generation. Yeah. 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 The location that God, they, they, they call it the Edenic location, the context, was not just about the garden, what it, it was about a relationship God had with man and man had with God. That's the context. If Adam left that context, he went out of that context, now devils and demons and evil spirits have access to him. Come on, church, yeah, please, man. Yeah, yeah. But if he did not eat of that tree of knowledge of good and evil, forget the word tree of knowledge of good and evil. If he, if he never disobeyed, right, yeah. that's the word. If he never disobeyed, the enemy would not have an entrance point. Yeah. It's good to know eyes can still open, mm. right? To see things. Mm. Now, Adam sinned, right? And that caused, caused Adam to migrate from what? Number one, 
He didn't fall from a position of dominion. He had still, he still had dominion inside of him. Mm. He didn't fall from image and likeness. Give me good today. Mm. He fell from a relationship he had with God. Yes. And because there was no relationship, image could not be effective anymore. Yeah. Likeness could not be <laughs> as it was supposed to be. Mm. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying to you right now? Yeah. So migration of Adam not only affected Adam and Eve, affected the whole of the human race. Yeah. Go read 1 Corinthians chapter 15. It says, I'm going, to read, I'm going to read some of the verses to you. It says, Genesis chapter 2. No, no, 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians. Chapter 15, yeah. Verse 21. For since, verse 21, 1 Corinthians 15, 21. If you ask me, where's 1 Corinthians? It's just before 2 Corinthians. <laughs> <laughs> 1981 in my world. Don't be shy. If you don't know it, go to the index. Mm -hmm. We're living in a postmodern society. A postmodern society is defined like this wordless Google. <laughs> we are wordless Google. Where's <laughs> Corinthians? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's something good about Google. Mm. Everything can be traced about Google. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Something good about that. But you know, when you need the voice of God, Google will never give you advice. <clears throat> First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 21. 21. Verse 21. Yeah. <clears throat> For since by man came death, mm. Adam, since by man, Adam, came death, Men also will become partakers of the resurrection of the dead. Now, sins by men came death. So when Adam sinned, everything, not only, not only men was affected, everything in the earth was affected. Everything. Sin, sin is a powerful thing, guys. If you study the word sin, disobedience, you will you'll be amazed at what it means. Sin means lack of the image of God. Sin means lack of the glory of God. Sin means lack of the presence of God. When Adam sinned, he was evicted from the garden. No, yeah, such a, but he was evicted from the manifest presence of God. Mm. Come on, let's talk now. Yeah. It's not a nice thing to be at a wrong location. Mm. Now, when Adam sinned, I want to prove to you it was a wrong location. Adam sinned, okay? And when Adam sinned, the problem was this. Before this, before they sinned, before they, sinned, they walked with God. God could come to them, they could go to God. Come on. Mm. But when they sinned, they would rule. <coughs> not, not God, they would rule. You see, when you are in an inaccurate location, withdrawal symptoms is all over you. You withdraw from the presence of God. You withdraw from the presence of God. Amen. So, an inaccurate location robs you of the life of God. To pre that, that is, the presence of God is a sign of the life of God. Mm. So, when you're in the wrong location, the presence of God doesn't accompany you anymore. Mm. 
I'm looking to say you, yeah. you want to be in an accurate location? Now. Yes. Now let's 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 look at this thing completely now. I want to go back to the word rest. The word rest set God set him in 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 the garden. Okay, fine. The word there means to keep it, to keep the earth, to keep the garden, to guard it. Isn't there a scripture that says, "God watch over His word, guard over His word, and perform it"? And we have the same characteristics, like our Father. Have you ever seen that before? God watches over His word to perform it. Yes. You and I have the same trait as God has. We must watch over the word God give us. Amen. Amen. But so it means to take charge over. It means to dominate. It means to protect. It means to treasure it. Deep meanings of scripture. To treasure it. Set him there, but treasure this thing I'm giving to you. Right? If you are in a right location, you treasure, you treasure, okay, the assets of God. If you're in the wrong location, you don't. The problem with the wrong location, you can dwell so long in a wrong area, in your spiritual life, in your whole life, that you won't even know you're in the wrong year. Come on. You won't even know that God is, God is not there anymore. I can, I can name you many instances. God told a young man, <clears throat> your anointing will lie in your, is in your hair. As your hair grows, your, your strength increases. Mm -hmm. <coughs> and he did exploits. Samson did exploits. And then he told the secret to Delilah. I don't care what they talk about Delilah. And Delilah cut his hair. And Samson rose up thinking he could still do it, but the strength was gone. You can still think you're blessed, and you can be blessed, but not, not in the location of God. There's something of blessing that can be very deceptive. You've never heard me say this before. Eh? Blessing can be very deceitful. You might have everything in life and not be blessed and think you are blessed. Hello? You might be prosperous in life because... The gifts and the calling out of repentance. These are things we don't talk about. Mm -hmm. you, can, you, you can do things because you did it before. Mm. And because of the success of the doing, you think God is here. He's not there. But the strength of the gift, the skill, the anointing that you carry will always operate without God being there. These are things we don't ever talk about in church. Therefore, you find men and women in ministry, they can be in adultery, they can be uh, drunkards, they can be, they can be corrupt in money, money, things like that, and they can still go on in ministry. Why? Give things out repentance. Mm -hmm. Is that okay? Mm -hmm. Please. But then you must know, if you come into a prophetic and apostolic culture without being addressed, Things will start to go wrong in your life. Mm. Hello? Let me just, I'm just going to say something you know, about prophetic and apostolic ministries. Nothing has to be said to bring things in your life to the sun, to enlighten it, and others to expose it. Nothing. You just come into that vicinity and you get exposed. 
Amen. Amen. Let's show you something today. I'm going to close with this idea. Please, if I forget, remind me. Don't ever get in the wrong location corporately. You'll be destroyed yeah. with the corporation. I mean, please, true. please. Yes. No, no. Tell me. <laughs> I'm going to show you something that it, it, it's so clear. Mm. But you don't see it. So, in an accurate location, robs you of the presence of God. Absolutely. Right? Now, to be in a wrong relationship and step out of that kind of relationship brings you to a point of hopelessness. Mm. Brings you to a point of ultimate deceit mm. because you are operating from a wrong source. Yeah. Have you ever heard the, the thing that says... Go away and you you not. Yes. Yeah. Adam must say that word. Yeah. Go out of my presence. Because what you did by eating the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you didn't do it out of me, Adam. You did it out of another source. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? So another source can bring you enormous problems mm. and trouble. Mm. Go away, I knew you not. Yeah. Scriptures you can go read is Romans chapter 6, verse 23. Romans. 6, 23. You can just dot it down. I'm not going to read it. And Romans chapter 3, 23. Both of them has to do with sin. Sin is the lack of the glory of God. Sin is the lack of the glory of God. Now, I want to use illustrations. How many of you know about the prodigal son? Mm -hmm. Everybody. What's a prodigal son? Called Afrikaans? Lourisien. Let me just give him, give this son a new dimension. And you didn't hear it from me, no? Okay. A stupid, <laughs> a stupid idiot of a son. If you go to the parables, Jesus operated by parables, guys. You must understand this. Let me explain the word parable to you. It's a Greek word that means it's it's a Greek word that means parabola. Right. It is a it can be a story that somebody can conjure up to bring a lesson, or most of the time it can be something observed in life. Most of the time that Jesus saw and now uses it later on as a lesson of instruction. Parable. When you, when you when you hear them say, and he told them saying, or he told them my parables, he's bringing kingdom values and principles into life. Mm. So when it comes to the prodigal son, Luke chapter 15, okay, mm. he comes to the prodigal son, he says, there was a man who had two sons. <coughs> now please, let's not go and play about the one was righteous and the other one was unrighteous. Mm. The one was Adam and the other one was first Adam. And no, it doesn't say that. Mm. We must stop this and you read more the scripture, what scripture says. Something about types and shadows. If you do not allow scripture to interpret scripture, you can go overboard with it. Mm -hmm. So you had two sons. One younger and one older. I don't know how young the young was. I don't know how old the old was. It's very hard to go into sketching this thing. But the lesson is this. Right. The young man comes to the father. Go read Luke chapter 15. The young man comes to the father and says, he breaks, he breaks epic <laughs> rules here because you don't get your inheritance while the father's still alive. Come on. Yeah. He says to the father, can I have what is mine? Can I have my inheritance now? And the amazing thing is the father gives it to him. 
Now apparently this was a very rich man. He had possessions. He had properties. He had money. And he divided up, calculated, and gave the young son everything that was his. While he had everything and he was in the accurate, right location, he was safe. What did he do? He left the father's house and migrated to an inaccurate location. What did he do? Went into another country and spent his money with prostitutes and nice... A loose kind of life. He spent his property and things went well and went well and went well. But you know, if you, you, you use things that are not given to you by righteous rule and reign, you're going to lose it. So this young man spent all his money, all the father's living, all the father's assets on loose living. Where did he find himself? Please remember pigsty, okay? We're going to end with pigsty today. So he comes into a territory, everything is up. His friends now no longer want him because he doesn't have money to, to spoil them. Right? And they can't, they, can't, they can't milk him anymore. He's got nothing left anymore. So he decides, I'm going to sit with the pigs because at least the pigs get food. What does he say? He says these words. In my father's house, even the servants, the slaves, have food to eat. Here I must sit and eat with the pigs. He says, I will arise and go to my father's house. In other words, I will leave my inaccurate location, my inaccurate decisions, and I will go to my father's house. It's one thing to say I will. It's another thing to do it. Good intentions will not bring you anywhere. He's even leaving the consequences. Yeah. You got to understand that if you discover in your life, I am at an inaccurate location here. You got to manner and you got to do an assessment of the conditions you are in. Start with yourself. Most of the things we start with others, we don't start with ourselves. When you do not do an assessment of yourself, mm. you will look at your brother's problems all the time yeah. and you will be so good with advisory capacity and advise them. Mm. Have you ever heard a scripture that says, the beam in your eye mm. is much bigger. bigger than the speck in your brother's eye. Yeah. We never do, in this season, we very seldom do spiritual assessment you know start with self mm. very seldom do that mm. when I started with migration I discovered some points says devil you got to migrate <coughs> you got to migrate I learned that you know I got to spend more time with the word of God I spent time with the word of God but I said to myself it's not enough I had to migrate mm. I had to migrate my wife told me yeah you put the lunk mm. <laughs> and that was a blessing for me I'm not saying that she doesn't want me to pray long. Mary mm. Monday said, if I don't see you pray, I get worried. Mm. But don't tell me, you but you but the lunch. Mm. I've grown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have developed. Yeah. Guys, listen to me. I can tell you in prayer, teaching you mm. prayer. I have a timeline to pray. Do not go overboard when I pray. Mm. And I mentioned Jacques. 
Mm. Or you are done. Or I mention you, Yolanda. I spend time before the Lord mm. with you. Mm. It's not a, I don't need a timeline there. I want to get the mind of the Father yeah. on Sunday else to be. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I remember again, Dion is the last of us. But I had to migrate. I had to migrate in the area of meditation. Yeah. <coughs> I'm walking with a, a guy called Spiritual Father, mm. right? But I, I realized I need to migrate to give this guy more time in my life. Mm. And it's a strong point I'm mentioning now to you. Mm. Yeah. It's not easy to talk mm. about these things. Mm. This thing of Spiritual Fathering, mm. <laughs> guys, you must be committed yeah. to that kind of relationship. Mm. It doesn't come easy. It doesn't come easy. No, that's discipline. I'm telling you, no. and you don't get with discipline. No. It's one of the things Dr. Seki Governor, <laughs> it's one of his trademarks. He's a medical doctor. No. He told us once to be a medical doctor, a successful doctor, when you study, you need to be disciplined. No. <laughs> others play in Rome, you got to study mm. and study and study. I was in this house a couple of years ago, way, way before I started to walk with him. And I went to, to see Dr. Jonathan David Day in Durban. And I ended up, Dr. Segi, there was, there was two things. I said to myself, I'm going to go to Durban. I'm going to listen to Jonathan David. And I'm going to also get to the Segi governor. So Segi governor housed me in his place, in his house. So when I was there, one evening, my door, I slept in the room. Dr. Segi said, what are you doing? I said, I'm just getting ready to sleep. He said, come sit with me in the study. I went to sit with him yesterday, 10 o'clock at night. Half past two, half past two, I said to him, Doc, I'm tired. He said, no, darling, you go sleep. This is what I do. Mm. Study the whole night. It's true. I said to myself, if I'm walking with Seki Governor, I need that trait in my life. But sometimes at night now, when I get up, no one knows I get up. Mm. And I will study. I'm not trying to brag, guys. I'm trying to show you there's discipline, there's focus, there's commitment in relationship. I had to migrate to a higher level. I know of a guy called in, in that server. Nolan. Nolan is a, for me a fabulous, fabulous example of how to walk with the spiritual father. Ever since Nolan walked with Segi Governor, this life, this guy's life has just changed from. 30, 60, and 104. He, in observing Nolan, I saw grace multiplied in a life that walk, a guy that walks with the Father. Mm. Really, he's an example to me. Mm. I don't want to talk much about because it's, it's on the, it's on, <laughs> it's being recorded. But you know what? He's a, he's a superlative example for me now. He says, this is what you get when you walk with the spiritual Father and you dedicate time to that person. I've got stuff of Dr. Segi Governor on my phone. There's a document called Mnemonics. 1,240 pages. A4 pages. Typed out. LCB, not written out, typed out. So there's more space, okay? So when, when you look at that stuff, basically, it's amazing how one man can come up with, 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 with the technology like that. Mm -hmm. I had to migrate and learn to study. Enough of that now. Enough of that. So the prodigal son said, I will arise and go to my father's house. 
Then you, 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 you see the verse that says, up to verse 20, Luke 15, 17 to 20, he says, I will arise. Then he arose. He arose. You learn that's one thing to say, I will arise. But then he arose. He decided, hey, Papa Pig, a Peppa Pig, mm-hmm. Papa Pig, bye-bye, Mama Pig, bye-bye, I'm going to my father's house. You see, because in his father's house, he had protection. Mm-hmm. In his father's house, he had provision. In his father's house, he had peace. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good for him to go out and learn something. You you le- no, you learn better when you when you're in a confined context. You can learn the hard way outside here. Yeah. But that's not God's plan. That's, that's what I say. God never had to plan for you to suffer like that. That's why your own doing. Mm. Your own choices. Disobedience. Like sinning. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying to you? Yeah. While you are in a confined context, space, a location that God says, that's where I want you. Mm. You're there. You've got protection. You've got peace. You've got provision. Mm. Man, there's perfection there. Mm. Everything goes well with you. Once you step out of it, you're going to get problems. Yeah. Adam stepped out of God's perfect plan. <coughs> and even his son Cain committed murder. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's dangerous, guys. Mm-hmm. And in accurate location, it can be very, very dangerous. Mm. Don't think we, the church, the church has been lulled into a, a wrong identity. The church identity is a Nike spirit. I can do whatever I want and I'll get away with it. Not in this season. Mm. Not in this season. No more. Mm. Say no more. No, no, no more. Uh, let to spell it as well. Let <laughs> <laughs> to spell it. I, okay, fine. When you walk away from God's instructions, you break down the hedge between God <coughs> and, the, and, and the outside world. God is your protector. I would say the hedge around you, for me, is God. The hedge around you is God. There's not a, there's not a literal hedge around you. The hedge around you is the perfect person of the Godhead. It's Amen. around you. Now I'm going to leave the, 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 the prodigal son. I don't know. I'm not coming to what happened when the father saw him. He migrated. And you know he got restored, okay? Father rejoiced. Okay, but when you come to the, one of the biggest illustrations of migration, it's when Israel migrated from the wilderness to Canaan. Hmm? Was it God's intention for them to walk in the wilderness? No. Obviously not. But they chose to walk in the wilderness. 40 years. But when you come to the book of Joshua, the wilderness period enters, okay? God said to Joshua, Moses is dead. Am I right? Mm. Moses is dead. Now you can read into the literal demise of the body of Joseph. You can read death there. Right. But let's look at it prophetically and let's look at it and try to find what happens when God changes systemic leadership. Because mm. God doesn't lead the way same, same time, doesn't lead the same way all the time. He changes. Mm. His methods must change, but his principles doesn't change. So Moses was a Levite, right? Yeah. He was of the priestly order. Mm. Right? Mm. Joshua was of the, he comes to the tribe of Judah. So God says, Moses is dead. The Levitical order, the Levitical anointing will not make you people possess the land mm. because they are spiritual. Mm. 
Right? Yeah. They can only <laughs> contend in the heavens. Mm -hmm. Are you, are you with me? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Joshua, you are a kingly anointing, but you've learned a lot about the priestly anointing walking with Moses. Mm. So you are from Judah, mm. but you've learned how to operate as a priest. Mm. So you are a type of a priest king mm. yeah. person. Mm. You can teach the people how to possess the land. Amen. When God changes leadership, there's always a purpose mm. involved. Amen. It's not just... Oh, it's, it's going to go hunky-dory. You've learned your lessons for 40 years now under Moses. Mm. Take that, couple it with your anointing, the kingly anointing. Now you go in mm. into warfare. There wasn't a single warfare in the wilderness. Now you can fight. The Levites can't fight, guys. <laughs> Church people do not know how to do warfare. Let me tell you something about warfare. In the name of Jesus, I ban you. It's not warfare. It's stupidity. I say this out. Say it again. In the name of Jesus, I bind you, demon. The demon says, mm, yeah, right. You have no right to bind me. Are you listening to me? Mm, How many times did you not try already? Have you heard people say, I bind you, devil. I bind you, demon. And they go to the same problem again. Mm -hmm. then, you know why? You and I are not designed to fight with devils and demons, guys. We're supposed to trample upon them. Come mm -hmm. yeah. um, on. upset about that. Oh. Now, the kingly anointing, the priestly anointing now goes in and takes the people into the land. Okay. Next week we'll talk about the scripture. Mm. We'll go into the scripture I'm talking about now. But when they came on the on the Jordan River, right? Two tribes, two tribes, we'll talk about next, next came to Moses and said to, to Joshua and Moses and said, okay, before they came to Moses and said, we're not gonna go over with you. You're on this side of the Jordan. This land that's prosperous, crepes grow lustrous. There's enough space, grass for the sheep and the cattle to graze. Yeah, we can flourish. And they stayed behind. These are things you never read in the scripture. Right? They stayed on the other side of the Jordan. Right? Type went over. Later on, the area, we go into the next week. The area that these two tribes chose became known as the land of the Gadarenes, Hadara. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm. The place of pigs. Come on, come on. Yeah. Okay. The place of pigs. Because they had swine there. They had a lot of money, they had a lot of dirt there. Doesn't it sound like the prodigal son territory? Something, yeah. Right? Mm. And they stayed there. They, they had good things going. But later on, later on, when they had no protection, because the protection was in the land of Canaan, not on the other side of the wilderness. Are you learning something today? Yeah. Yes. Right. They were, they were, they were on the other side of. They were on the other side. Okay. There's the protection on Canaan. They were in the wilderness. Mm. Although it was luscious and green, mm. they were outside because God said everybody must stay in Canaan. They chose outside. Mm. Listen here, guys. Outside means outside. Yeah. yeah. If you read Flavius Josephus mm. and other Jewish stories, they will tell you the land of the gatherings where Jesus met the man who was in the, was in the grave. The, 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 the land they chose, the land of the gatherings, the property there is graveyards. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. <laughs> 
Graveyard is not a graveyard is not a place for the living, it's a place for the dead. Jesus comes into the, the area of the gathering. It wasn't just a grave, it was an area, like a district almost. Yeah. And this area was chosen. We only know the area for graves. <laughs> the area was known for graves, pigs, demons, and devils. Yeah. They dwell there. Yeah. Right? And they Jesus, chose that. Yeah. Jesus comes into the territory. Yeah. The gatherings come and gather to him. Come on. Come on, guys. The image comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The demons submit. Yeah. What do we do? Yeah. What's your name, devil? No, 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 no. They submit to the image. Yeah. Enough said about that. I'm not going to go into that. Yeah. I don't want to mess up people's doctrine, okay? Yeah. Right. So, when you choose to not to go into the promised land, yeah. you end up with a graveyard. Yeah. This is nice. Yeah. To live with the pigs. Yeah. Have you ever seen our pig? Get slaughtered. Yes. I'm not talking about the gun no. to the head. No, no, with a knife. If you slaughter him. Yeah, yeah. No. You know how that thing squeals? Yeah. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Hmm? That thing can kill you yeah. while it's dying. Yeah. Don't play with. Don't be in a territory you're not supposed mm -hmm. to be in. Breaks your legs first. Hello, church. I, I, I'm not going to go further than this. When you choose not to be where God wants you to be, you end up in a graveyard. And there's not going to be an Ezekiel miracle in your life. Can these bones live? The word that you hear, can you get up? Rise and go to your father's house. Can you go to the father's instruction? Can you begin to understand what it means to be in a wrong location? Absolutely. Are you with me? Absolutely. Have you learned something today? Yes. yes. I can go much deeper than this. You might find that of you like half a page. It's just half a page of reference. But everything is here, here. There's much more to say about this. I'm going to give you some references now. Of people that were in an inaccurate location and not knowing they're inaccurate. So man laying by the pool. Pool called beautiful. Even the bird says amen. <laughs> the pool called beautiful. Laying there year after year is lame. Lame. I don't care how long he was lame. I don't care how long he was laying there. He was just laying there. Mm. Because once a year, an angel would come down and stir the walls. Now let's look at this the the, 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 the context of this. There was a religious order. Mm -hmm. Once a year, the angel heaven visits the pool. Come on. Right? And stir the waters. And who gets in first? Gets healed. Healing is there. This miracle, the signs of wonder is there. Yeah. Okay. Mm. The gate beautiful means word. Mm. But although all these things are there, were masses of people there. All of them were there for one purpose to get in the water, but they did not even know the word of life was in them. But Jesus was there. They didn't even notice that. Mm. You can be in a location. That doesn't recognize present truth. Mm. It only dwells in what happens here after year. Yeah. And not know God is visiting you. Yeah. Come on, church. Mm -hmm. A man walks around, he's blind. Jesus says, What can I do for you? He says, I want to see. What does Jesus do? He puts on the ground. And many people will worry about uh, saliva is unhygienic. Mm. The man didn't worry. 
He puts on, he takes the, Jesus took the clay on his eyes. The man could not see what Jesus did because if that man could see, that man would never allow that mud <laughs> that's put go on his face. <laughs> right. So sometimes it's good not to see what happens in the natural. Yeah. The man goes and wash. Jesus said, go wash in the pool of Siloam. The word Siloam means send one. Go and wash in the waters of the ones that are sent. In other words, the sent ones are apostolic waters. Go and wash. The word was, go and wash over and over until you see. So we are now in a season where we wash our spiritual eyes over and over and over by apostolic instruction until you see. You cannot remain the same. You've got to migrate where God is. Okay? Lot's wife. Look back every now and then. Look back where they came from. And the command was, don't look back. Mm. What happened to her? She turned her pillow salt. Okay. The area was known for salt. Mm. Now to become a pillow of salt. And it was defined like this. She even had a, a, a figure mm. in the salt. Mm. You could see this is, oh, oh this is, imagine you walk past the pillow of salt. As did you lots of around me? You yeah. didn't know it that. that yeah. That's why they spoke about it. Yeah. Hmm? Please listen to me today. Let's migrate together. Mm. Let's migrate together. And God comes and knocks at your door. Wake up. Mm. Open the door. Yes. This table. This table, yeah. Now I'm not referring to this. I'm talking about us. This table needs to hear God's word in the season. Amen. Probably my teacher, same thing next week. Because we all need to migrate. Amen. One thing we need to learn is to migrate from self. Yeah. Self is the most dangerous thing you can have. Mm. That's how I see things. Mm. Mm. This is my house. Let me talk about your house now, Yolanda. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is my husband. This is my wife. This is my children. This is my car. So what? No. When you're in the kingdom, you own nothing. Exactly. It's kingdom property. Mm -hmm. Amen. Say amen. Don't say amen. Amen. <laughs> you see, the thing is this. If you are walking with Christ, He laid down His life. Can we do the same? That's a point of migration yeah. we don't want to talk about. Yeah. Can I lay down my life? Can, can, I, can I migrate so much that nothing matters around me? That's a dangerous life. Mm. Okay. You okay? Yeah. Can I pray for us? And somebody needs to pray for me. I'll pay you to pray for me. But I will you first hear I will first hear how you pray. And you yes. No, you must pray for me. Yeah. <laughs> Father, I thank you that you are God and the opening of thy work brings forth life. I believe light came this morning. Yes, sir. Our eyes have opened. This is not just a sermon or a teaching, Lord. This is life instruction. We need to learn to migrate from errors we made. We need to learn to migrate from disobedience to obedience. We need to learn to migrate from death to life. We need to learn to migrate, O oh God, into your truth, your understanding, how you see things. One thing I pray, oh God, that we will migrate from first Adam to last Adam. Constantly, over and over and over again. We need to liberate ourselves 
from ourselves. We need to become conduits of the will of God and not run away from the will of God. The aim, Father, is to become exactly like you want us to be. We are not here with God to please ourselves. I've come to the conclusion we are here to please you. Our aim, Father, is to lift you up beyond measure. And therefore, I pray, O God, as we continue in the study of migration, that we all will migrate. We will migrate from the wilderness to Canaan. Never, O God, let us sit between the border of the wilderness and Canaan. Because there's death in that. <coughs> I don't want to walk amongst the graves. And no one here at the table of God will walk amongst the graves. We are not demon father. We are not food for demons and devils of God to pray upon. Therefore, we ask you, Father, help us to be obedient when you speak. Help us to hear your voice when you speak. Let us not be like the prodigal son. Who squander and waste eternal values and assets on natural things. Help us to migrate from that. Help us, O God, to migrate from the life of self to the life of Christ. And as we continue, Lord, around this table, may we grow continually over and over and over again until Christ be formed in us. That's my prayer. Amen. Excuse Amen. my child. Excuse my child. Don't like my He's part of it. So did you learn something? Please. It's not a very nice message. I'm, I'm serious. By the way, it's not the message. It's instruction. So, as I said, I might just go teach all thing over again. Maybe just condense yeah. it. Because there's something more I want to talk yeah. about. Basically. It's solid meat and we yeah. aren't used to getting solid meat. Yeah. So sometimes it's, we've got to chew it over and over like a cow with a yeah. sometimes to really get everything out of it. I don't know if you're going to get a kiss to the phone. I don't know if you're going to get a kiss to the phone. I don't know if you're going to get a kiss to the phone.